Welcome into episode 13 of the 126. We are back from a slight break with an old guest talking about some new things. We're excited to get it going. Coach Weaver, Coach O, how's it going? Going good. It is. Glad to be back. Coach O just uh, took off her jacket. She came back in from the golf course this morning. Four. You were, uh, (laughs) (laughs) did you ride, you rode the cart the whole time, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. And where was this? At the uh, Rested Rail uh, Golf Course, Mm -hmm. 135A District Golf today. Yeah. How'd it go? Um. Great for me because I was on the cart driving yeah. it. Yeah, kids looked like they were competing. Um, I don't know if you were around here. You probably remember it. Do you remember how Rusted Rail was before it was Rusted Rail? Very well. As a matter yeah. of fact, I was golf coach at Forney High. Were you? I didn't when, even know that you yeah, coached golf. when it was Creek View um, years ago. Uh, and I'll go back even farther than that. Tommy Mankins, who is our head golf coach at North Forney, uh, many years ago, was the golf coach at Crandall. And we were in a district together. We actually used to compete against Crandall in, in the old 3A district back in the old days. And we played at what was then Creekview. We're still there. We're hosting the 13-5A district golf competition today. Coach Mankins is the is the meet host, North Forney is, uh, along with Coach Shonsky helping out at, from Forney High. And um, Shout out so to Coach Shonsky. Of course, it's a lot different, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, I mean Rusted Rail. It got it got a shout out in some pretty big time golf magazine mm-hmm. as one of the most improved courses in the country or something over the last year because yep. they came under new ownership and stuff and they've put they've put a lot into it. Well, that's where we practice. As you know, we we've talked about this on the podcast before. We do not have a golf course in Forney not per yet. se. That's our home course, so we do go over to Crandall and practice, and they give us a nice uh, uh, deal opportunity for our kids to put some time in on the driving range, and so. Uh, we should probably shout out to Rusted mm-hmm. Rail. They they do they do a nice job as our golf program host, so to speak, and they're hosting the district golf tournament mm-hmm. this week. Uh, sh- yes, definitely shout out to Rusted Rail. I would be okay with the golf course opening in Forney, though. Just saying. Yeah, I think you that'd got be kind of nice. You've got uh, you know where the acreage is available for that to take place. You That's a good access question. Access to somewhere. The district may have some. Yeah, yeah. We, need a, we need a district golf course. <laughs> might be the only yeah. entity left with it that might. much property. It might. <laughs> it's the truth. So, like I said, we have we're going to get into the ozone and stuff, but we want to introduce our guest, our, our returning guest, Coach Jackson from North Forney. What's going on, Coach? Oh, not much. Thanks for having me. Honored to be here. Absolutely. We're always happy to see you come on down for the one two six. I don't know. Have we had? We haven't had any returning guests yet, have we? I like returning better than old guests. You call yes. it. You say it was not. I, I saw. You looked a little prior guests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> veteran. I'd like to consider myself a podcast veteran. There yeah. you go. Absolutely. All right. That's even better. Yeah, coaches. Coach Jackson's been on a couple times. I think uh, we talked mm-hmm. about recruiting with Coach Jackson That's right. on on uh, signing day, and um, we've had him on talking about uh, build up to the football season. They had another successful season at North Forney this year. They keep racking them, racking them up over there. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his staff. So um, got a got a really neat topic today to talk about. That's. Uh, as you said, this is, and it's true, it's very new. Uh, it's new to me. I think it's even new to Randy. And it's a really neat um, idea for developing coaches and, and, and within the world of athletics. So pretty cool stuff we're going to talk well, about today. Before we get to that, we're going to toss it over to Coach O for everybody's favorite segment. 
Take it away. All right. So today for the subject spotlight, we are talking arcade games. Okay. What were are your faves? Coach you? Jackson, we're going to let you go first since you are the, so like the guest. So like back in the day arcade games? Or, or now, then, now. Yeah, I don't really have time for all that. I'm, I'm, but, but when I was a kid, I grew up in a little town named uh, Tenahaw in East Texas, and there really wasn't a lot to do. So I, uh, Coach Duke and I, the head coach at Greenville, we, we would go to the Dairy Bee, and we got wow. good at Donkey Kong. And Donkey Kong oh. is slow, and we could stay uh, for hours on just a couple of quarters. So that's my first memory of an arcade game would be just something that you could play a long time for not much money. And, and we, we mastered it. Well, that's good stuff, That's coach. impressive because I've played Donkey Kong. and I mean, it's one of the kind of original yeah. arcade games. That game is so hard. It's so hard. I don't know if I'm just bad at it. But I played it like fairly recently somewhere. They had a Donkey Kong. I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And I thought I'd be really good at it, and I was horrible. Yeah. The old yeah. ones are, you know, you, the classics can be kind of tough. You got to know when to jump. Mm-hmm. You know, when they throw fire at you. I mean, the donkey. But you the, had it the, down. The, 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 the gorilla is not happy, right? <laughs> right. So you have to have your mind right. That's so did you, I got to know, did you and Coach Duke compete against one another? I mean, were you, were you head-to-head competitors in this? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And really, seriously, we would stay in there for a couple of hours, right? Because it is a slow game. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like, there, you know, there's a Pac-Man next to it. You just couldn't play Pac-Man near as long. Right. And yeah. so. You wanted to get the most out of your quarters. We so did. I mean, when North Forney plays Greenville next year, I, I, we're going to be at Citibank Stadium or, yeah. or Greenville Stadium. I'm going to see them on the sidelines, coaching, and I'm going to think. Man, these guys, it all started with Donkey Kong. At the, at the what did you say? The at the Dairy, dairy Bee. At the, the Dairy, dairy Bee. Bee. Yeah, it's kind of like McDougal's on Coming yeah. to America, right? It's the Dairy Bee. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, man. All right, well, um, you know, we I think we've covered this ground before. I'm kind of a country kid. <laughs> um, our, the word arcade is a little foreign to me. I probably didn't see one until I was an upper teenager. Um I did have a neighbor that had an Atari, right? right. And uh, he was in my grade, so uh, you know, got to go over there and hang out and, and play in the backyard and shoot BB guns, do things country kids do. But uh, pretty cool, we could go inside the house and in the air conditioning and play the Atari. And that was my first uh, experience with video ever, games. We did played. you ever play Duck Hunter? I absolutely. Well, that was a Nintendo. Yeah, game. Yeah, it was a Nintendo game. Yeah, that's, but that's you were just talking about shooting. I did. I and did that play. combines our two. <laughs> and it's simplistic. That's up my alley. You know, it's pretty simple. <laughs> the duck flies up. You you point, pull the trigger. Yeah. Yes, I did play Duck Hunter. But back to Atari. Um, I think combat. Man, you got this is going way back. I remember that. You got the two tanks, yeah. right? And you basically can move up and down the screen and like bounce the little cannonball at one another. Um, that would have to be my favorite. I played a similar game to that, yeah. but it wasn't called Combat. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I think it Tanks was Combat. I, I mean, you know, it's only been 40 years ago. Yeah. So, But then i I got to say now, um, we have, a, my, my wife got uh, my kids the Nintendo Switch, so you can plug it into the TV, and we play Super Mario Kart 8. Um, it's We can play four players, you know, so every now and then we'll we'll all sit on the, on the couch and race against one another. That's a lot of fun. I've got a ten-year-old and a seven-year-old, so I'd say that that's my that's my uh, pick for today. Well, that's a good contribution, yeah. Yeah. coach. Thank you. Um, for my, I've always loved any Papa Shot game. Anything I can shoot 
basketballs. Um, and then other than that, there's this really cool at this place in Dallas. There's this old NFL game that's it's one of the flat ones that you stand over and the screen is down, oh. but it's four player and you have a you have a ball to control your yeah. player and it's kind of cool because you can play two on two and you can actually kind of run around. Whereas a lot of the football games weren't that much fun. You could you know pick who you're going to throw to and you roll the ball in their direction to throw it to them. So me and my friends played on that one for like several hours at this place in Dallas. Um, so yeah, Papa Shot and then whatever that NFL game is, I don't even know what it's called. Madden. No, it's a it's before that. I mean, it's a pretty old one. Madden, maybe Madden. It's so old that the Cowboys are good on it. <laughs> and I love the Cowboys, Ooh. but that it hurts to say. That's but I good. watch old games. That's not good to say that about the Cowboys. At, well, you know, they start winning, I won't say it. <laughs> well, your turn, Coach O. So, what's your favorite arcade? Well, game? I had mine written down. Randy and I have something in common because Donkey Kong was right. one of mine, okay. and Miss Pac Man was the other one. That's a good one too. What's the difference between Miss Pac Man and Pac Man? Uh, one's a girl and one's a guy. The gameplay is no different? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Hmm. Learn something new every day. You mentioned sports games, and I said I'm way far away from an arcade. You know, I would have to drive an hour to find uh-huh. one probably. But I had a little handheld. It's called Jordan versus Bird. Anybody yeah. ever seen that or had that? And it was cool. You could just, you know, I took the little 9-volt battery, I think, and you couldn't do a whole lot. You could have a three-point contest, or you could play one-on-one. That game's um, probably worth something now. It probably is. I, I I used to love NBA Jam on, like, well, I guess, what would that have been on? Nintendo 64 or something? Yeah. We have a, a Sega Genesis emulator in my classroom, and we play air hockey. We actually have our records over there on our board because we started the American Sega Genesis Air Hockey League of America. And if I could have taken this class <laughs> yeah. in high school. Hey, we what, only do it on days that we're allowed to goof off. We get stuff done. The, what was the football game that was handheld and it was like a little green? I remember thing. that. They the same green. kid that had the Atari had that. I that don't know what it was. That was very popular. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It had the little It was. It was like white with the green yes, field. And you, yes. Yeah. I don't know what that was. The, I always think of Tecmo Bowl. Whenever I think of football games, that was the one where Bo Jackson was unstoppable. Mm. When when Bo Jackson was video game royalty. But anyway, thanks Coach for taking o. us back in time. Yes, sure. thank yeah, you so much. Um, yeah, y'all hit us up with your favorite uh, arcade games. Doesn't have to be sports games, whatever it is. Um, so what we're gonna do is jump in a little bit and talk about our our kind of main subject today. Um, so Coach Jackson. Tell me a little bit about what is um, Elite Coach's Mastermind. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Same thing for a lot of our listeners. So tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's just a, an idea that I came up with through. Uh, so I joined in, in January. I joined a mastermind and, and really didn't. Someone just recommended it to me and he said, it's, it's not going to be coaches. It's just going to be people all over the United States. And uh, they're going to talk about different things. And we have weekly Zooms and we have breakout rooms and so I might be in a breakout room with someone from Honduras and New York or wherever, right? And we're just talking about very, very non-sports things. And but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the community. I enjoyed. I just enjoyed the whole concept of it. And so, after about six weeks or so, I thought, you know, coaches uh, would really, really like this if we made it coaching specific. And coaches like to talk. We all like community. We all have issues, right? Head coaches. It's hard for head coaches to have a whole lot of friends, right, that, that other than other head coaches. I think young coaches could really benefit from it. And so um, I'm one of those, I think about something 30 minutes at the most, and then I go ahead and do it. And so uh, I rolled with it, and it's been really fun. We've had a couple of them, and I think it's something that's got long-term um, staying power, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, ready, fire, aim often does mm -hmm. work, and I. But you know, not always. But I. But I'll tell you, with this, um, I was introduced to it this week uh, through your elite coaches mastermind, and um, I'm a little bit interested. Before we get into elite coaches, in in the other mastermind, I guess maybe the the uh, the parent idea, right? Of just what a mastermind is. Obviously, it's a Zoom. You you interact with people in. Is, is it thematic? Do they have? Are they only in certain um, positions? Is it based on? It's obviously not based on geography. How does that come about? Well, the so when I got into this one, I kind of started googling it, right? Like everybody would. Well, supposedly the first masterminds were Henry Ford and Thomas Edison, um, Carnegie Steel guys that were just uber successful in the early 1900s, but they all were in different industries. Mm. And they would meet once a month and just talk about what's going on, how can we improve each other. I think it's brilliant, of course. And so um, that's what a really a mastermind, I think in the technical sense, is supposed to be people who are in different walks of life and different careers and things like that. So um, for me, the mastermind that I joined in January, a lot of times the the our session will end and I'll be like, I'm really not sure what take homes I have, but I just know I was, I was glad to be with other elite people, right? Or people who want to grow. And so um, it might be a colonel, a retired colonel or a guy, a, a real estate guy or whatever, but they're going to say something that's going to benefit me. So uh, mm -hmm. that's kind of the, just the foundation of what a mastermind, how they work. That's a neat concept. Mm -hmm. And I think you, what you're doing with athletics and we, we're going to get into that. I think we need to get into the nitty gritty of, um, how this benefits coaches? How does it? How does it? As we know, our fundamental job is how does it benefit kids in our programs, in our school district, in our community, um, obviously in others. But you've kind of taken it and and broadened the scope. Because, you know, if I think about uh, Ford and and Carnegie and Edison, uh, they're probably using it to monopolize. You know, they're, they're they're taking the best ideas and keeping it to themselves. Seems like what you're doing is taking best ideas and trying to share it with coaches at any level or uh, don't you have coaches at multiple levels that participate in it? Yes. And really for me, like what fills my cup is I still am, I think teaching fills my cup. And so what I love to do is talk about uh, like we, we have uh, during the week, we'll have one without a speaker and it'll just be guys getting on and we'll talk. So uh, last Thursday I talked about a parent meeting that, that I'd had that didn't go well. And we all started talking about it, right? We got 30 guys from all over the country talking about parent meetings. And, and really, uh, for, for you people listening who aren't in, I mean, you just don't really get trained on parent meetings, right? And so mm -hmm. the only way to really learn is to A, mess it up, or B, somebody tell you how they messed it up. And so I really think there's a, a I'm going to be something I'm really going to enjoy for us to get into topics like that um, where people can share and help each other. Yeah, I, Co I mean, oh, go ahead, sorry. sorry. No. Coach, is this something that? that's open to female coaches as well, or is this just for? Oh yeah, 100%, I would love to have anybody on there. My speakers, I, I do think, you know, if you if you make it too broad, maybe it doesn't appeal to anyone. So so we'll, we'll, we'll have speakers every Monday night, and, and there's gonna be some division one head football coaches. Damon West, the coffee bean guy, is gonna be one of them. But I'm, I'm gonna ask every speaker to talk about I'm going to interview them kind of like this podcast and it's going to be how can we be become better coaches so uh, it won't there won't be talk of hey what's your favorite play it's going to be 
Yeah. Uh, how can you help us improve? So it's probably mostly football coaches from from a standpoint of at least your audience so far, but but it sounds like certainly in my experience I get to participate in one of these. But the 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 scope of what you're covering is good for any coach at any level. At some at some point there's something that benefits any coach that's coaching kids in whether it's girl sports, boy sports, junior high, high school, collegiate. Um, I think it it's potentially beneficial to every one of them. Yeah, I mean the examples might be. A football example, but just like in my mastermind, when somebody gives a real estate example, I, I can still glean from mm-hmm. it. And yeah. but but that's my really that's my passion would be for this to be female coaches. And I had a guy sign up yesterday who's a assistant swimming assistant football coach, and and that that's what I want. I want this to be some place that we can all help become better, so we can help kids more. Real neat concept, Coach O. We we talk a lot about in our office. How do we develop mentorship opportunities for coaches on our staff, right? Because you've, you've got young coaches. We've got coaches that, that – we talked about Tommy Mankins today. Tommy's got over 40 years up in the 40s of experience. And co- I mean, think of all the things and experiences he's had and things he's seen in coaching in, this, in the state of Texas um, in Forney ISD for a long time. Great experience. Well, if he's running 100 miles an hour and the young coach is running 100 miles an hour – there's not a lot of opportunity to cross over and for, and for those mentorships. I think there used to be more of that. Seems like when I was a young coach, I came in, there were guys around always that had been here, ladies that had been, Sandy Cook, we had her as a guest on here. I would consider her a mentor because she was, she knew how to do it when I was coming up and you, you learn from those people. So we talked about yesterday um, on the mastermind that um, that professional development doesn't extend to stuff like parent meetings. It doesn't extend just, I mean, you know, you got to. There's stuff you got to cover in professional development. You got to know the law. You got to know the UIL rule. You got to know how to um, fill out an eligibility form. You know, there's things you must know as a coach. But uh, unfortunately, a lot of that nitty gritty professional development is is on the job. Sometimes you learn it the hard way. <laughs> you know, you got you got to learn by stumbling over it, and then then you learn. What a neat opportunity for coaches to get it in a collaborative setting before they stumble really cool and I think we're all made for to want community mm-hmm. and so a typical class for us will be I always start with a movie clip I think you teach with movie clips and then we introduce the speaker and everyone gets to Q&A with the speaker and then we go to breakout rooms of five or six people and then everybody it's kind of like Sunday school right and so everybody gets to talk and it's, it's more interactive and so every everyone will have a, sh- a chance to hear an elite person ask them questions, and then unpack it in a small group. I I think it's really exciting. I'm really looking forward to see how it's going to grow. I think this is something that's applicable to, you know, all sorts of different things. I mean, obviously you're focusing in on on coaching because that's your thing. But, I mean, for people out there listening, this might be something you want to look into in your field. Um, I know that for me, like, as far as film and stuff go, I watched the making of the – the Mandalorian, the the Star Wars show, and they had all the creators of the show and then directors from all the different episodes just sitting in the same place just talking about how they went about it. And I learned so much just from watching that series, just hearing people, you know, saying things to each other and bouncing ideas of, oh, yeah, we tried this and we tried that. And I think you're right. Just, just whenever you kind of give people the opportunity to start sharing stuff like that who have all these different experiences, you realize just how many things start to build off of each other and you, you're learning from, you know, five, mm-hmm. six people at once. So it's, I mean, it's a really cool, you know, concept for sure. You mentioned, um, you know, developing coaches and you talked a little yeah. bit about that. 
a lot of people may not know, you know, they look at coaching and they think, okay, you're, you're working with kids, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how big of a, uh, of a part of your job as the athletic director and your job as a head coach is push pouring into those other coaches? Like, like, I mean, you don't have to put a number to it necessarily. It needs to be bigger. It can never be mm-hmm. big enough. I don't think. And, and it's, um, you know, it's kind of like we talked yesterday in the mastermind about every, every coaching job is different. Every team's different. Every player's different. So every coach is different too. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the brand new coach at the middle school level or brand new fre- coach, first year freshman coach, maybe coming out of college, um, has different needs mm-hmm. than the guy who's, who's been a, you know, he's been a decade as a head coach. That doesn't mean the guy who's been a decade ahead, as a head coach doesn't need to be poured into and doesn't also have a bunch of, I mean, they're different, but they absolutely need these opportunities for growth. And we don't have enough of them because like I said, mm-hmm. it's a, um, We've said this on the podcast too. It's two full-time jobs. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're teaching their their full class load. They've got their sports that they teach. Um, they're responsible for all their campus, everything else, facilities, et cetera, et cetera. But um, just from our standpoint, so we do a coaches academy in the summer. We we've got two full days of training. I mean, two days right out of mm-hmm. the whole calendar is not much, but we at least get to bring everyone in for those two days, and that dots the i's and crosses the t's of the what the state wants, mm-hmm. what UIL wants, what our school district wants. Um, beyond that, it's, you know, we have coach, obviously uh, coordinators meetings and head coaches meetings and stuff throughout the year. We've, we've done um, coaches lead, something we do in Forney ISD, which is a lot different. Had to suspend it during COVID, but Randy's participated in coaches lead before we, before we got suspended. What we were doing, bringing coaches from all campuses in to breakfast bringing in a guest speaker. It was kind of a live version of this to some extent, having a guest speaker and then serving breakfast. And we called it Coach's Lead with Coffee, right? Because we mm-hmm. would give everybody coffee in the morning and just have a conversation about whatever our topic was that day, give a few prizes away and, you know, pat, pat our guys on the back and mm-hmm. gals on the back for what they do. But there's not enough. This is a great, and it's using technology that we weren't using much mm-hmm. a year ago and we've all become familiar with now. Yeah, so... Here's my analogy, right, is, is for any coach listening to this, you walk into, you're at a clinic and you walk into the hotel and in the lobby you see four or five legends and you think, I wish I could go over there and just be a fly on the wall and sit with them and listen to what they're saying. And so the only good thing about COVID is we all know how to Zoom now, so these four or five legends are going to be in this mastermind and, and more, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I've got a... I think you, you, you try to make sure you can speak to people. And so I've got a WhatsApp, and it's free, and there's over 200 coaches, and it's called the Elite Coaches Mastermind WhatsApp, and it's a texting application, right? And so somebody from Mississippi texted the other day or put in the WhatsApp, hey, what do, what do you guys think about the young coach who wants to be a head coach really bad, probably isn't ready? How do you, how do you handle that? And, I mean, 10 or 12 coaches responded to him, and, and – there's legends responding to him. I just think that's invaluable. Um, I'm really excited about um, how much we can help each other. And like you said, I think for any profession, um, there's le- when you walk into a hotel lobby, there's legends in filmmaking or wherever you wish you could sit next to them. And, and this is a way coaches will be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Coach, did you have something? Yeah, no, it's just certainly a uh, great opportunity to help grow coaches in an effort to help grow kids. Seems like it's going to mm-hmm. take off. Well, on a personal note, um, I do have a question for you. What's give a shout out to one of those coaches that poured into you whenever you were coming up and gave you some advice that that you know you've been able to pass on. 
Well, one of our speakers will be Phil Blue. He's the athletic director at Abilene ISD. He was my very first boss ever in 1990, and he's still someone. Every now and then I'll call him and I'll say, hey, one day I'm going to quit calling you, but not today. Right. And, and Coach Weaver is one of those guys. Everybody has to have three or four people you can call. Uh, John Snelson is the head coach in Dickinson down in, around Houston. There's just a few guys that you have to be able to call and say, what do you think about this? Uh, how did it? How would you have done this different? When I think this mastermind is going to be, now you're going to have a group of 50 people mm-hmm. who you can ask this question to in, in face-to-face. And That's a great way to look at it. I mean, so many people that, that I talk to from all different fields that are very successful, regardless of their age, they'll have mentors or they'll be mentored. Most of the time they do both. Um, I see it a lot in, you know, in my faith and church life and stuff like that. There's so many people that I look up to mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, well, you got to talk to this guy. And, you know, it's like a it's a Sunday school teacher of mine that's in their 50s. But they'll tell me about a guy who's in a, in his 80s yeah. and they're like, he's seen it all. He can you know, he can answer any questions you have. So I think that, like we've said before, you know, it applies to everybody. And mentorship is just such a big thing. So it's a great it's a great way to connect people. Um, a question we do have is. You know, just kind of give us a, a nugget of, of one of the, the masterminds, I guess. If you could give young coaches one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, so that's a great question. So there's one of the guys in the mastermind named Tim Takel. Tim is a 40-something-year veteran. He just retired. Uh, he's in the Houston area. And so really we've got 30 or so coaches on the other day, and we're kind of waiting uh, for Stephen Mackey to be our speaker. And I said, hey, Tim, while, while we're waiting, one of the questions I'm going to ask people when I interview them is, what's the one thing you would tell a young coach? One piece of advice you wish you, that you know now, you wish you'd have known then. And Tim said, build your library. And I was like, man, that is perfect, right? That is what this is about. Is When I was a young coach, no one told me to build my library, right? Bill Belichick, they say, is the greatest football library in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people consider him the greatest coach in the world. So right. there's probably a correlation there. I mean, he's, he doesn't have Stranger Things on DVD that he's watching, right? Mm-hmm. He's reading books. And so... That's what I think is excites me so much is when when things have went bad for me in my career, I've hired a coach, right? Not just not just mentors. Like I physically, I'm hiring someone. And really, when I joined this mastermind in January, it's like I hired a coach. And every time you hire a coach, you get better. And that's what that's what this mastermind is going to do for people. Build your library. That's awesome. Um, that's a, just a another thing like that. You said Bill Belichick. I heard a story of Penn and Teller the the magicians or whatever, they said, I don't remember which one it is. I'm not super into magic, but I, I read a thing. One of them has the largest magic library in the world, in his house. Um, and they they actually had a show where if you were able to do a trick that stumped them, you got to ref- open for them in Vegas. Because this guy could just watch any magician work, and mm-hmm. he's seen every magic trick. He's read them all, how to break them all down, and he just can break them apart. And there's very few people that have been able to do it. And that's mainly by him just reading and reading and reading. And that's the thing that I think is, you know, it's, I think less people are reading now. We read more on our phones, but a lot less, we read less books and stuff like that. And that's something I'm personally trying to get better at. I'm terrible about reading, but I, I know that if I'm going to take another step in my life, I've got to get better at it. Well, the good thing is you can always listen to podcasts. Yeah, and learn that's a lot. true. We're not telling you to stay off of podcasts right. and stuff. They're great. And, you know, you, the title of this one is Elite, Elite Coaches, right, Mastermind. And um, that's what, I mean, everybody's trying to get better, uh, hopefully, if they're in the coaching ranks. It makes me think, 
Um, and we've talked about hiring on here before. Like, we're, what are we, you know, who are we looking for? And if I'm, if I'm hiring a coach, what am I looking for? I'm looking for somebody that's going to push the envelope. I mean, I don't want, you know, we don't want uh, somebody that's just going to come in and do the bare minimum or, you know, they're just going to, they're going to have their practice. They're going to get by. We want people like this, you know, Randy starting something new here that's going to benefit a lot of people. It absolutely will pay dividends to our community, to, to North Forney, to our coaches' staff. Coach O, it makes me think. Coaches are also pretty good at stealing ideas. Best from, ideas are stolen. That's right, from from other coaches. Um, I th- this might be a format, you know, that we haven't considered. It maybe could be applicable for some of our young coaches, you know, and a Forney ISD coach. I think you mentioned mm-hmm. this. I think it could be good for a lot of different settings. Oh yeah, kind of exciting from the standpoint of how could we put something like this to work for our younger. People I mean, on staff. Yeah, across the district, I mean, teachers, I mean, mm-hmm. we have speakers come in for convocation and different things like that, yeah. but um, it would be great to have a back and forth with people who've taught for 40 years. I mean, I know just me, I came in as a teacher in my first year, I was like, I, okay, I've been to school. Yeah. Um, I'll just do what they did, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I really didn't have any idea what I was doing, but to, to get to talk to somebody who's been teaching for so long would be would be awesome. That mentorship is just vital. Mm-hmm. Well, and everyone has a voice now, right? So I think things have just changed. You know, when I was a kid, no one asked me any questions. I didn't have a voice, right? But so everyone has a voice now. And that's what I think. I, I mean, I, when I think about my mastermind, and I'm with people that, that are non-athletic, they're not. But I still enjoy it because I get, I learn, and then I get to unpack, and I get to give my voice. And, mm-hmm. and everybody, so I think even when you bring in great speakers, but you're sitting there and you're just, consuming it but you don't get to have a voice and you don't get to you know re- you really learn when you unpack together right mm-hmm. and yeah. so i think that's one of the magics of this is the breakout rooms and p- everyone gets a voice that's a great way to put that unpack together because we do that in my class we'll watch a film and instead of having the students write stuff we just talk about it and it's crazy because while they're talking i'll think of something wow i never even thought of that and they'll say something that i never thought of and it just keeps going around and around you start r- realizing all these different things about a topic that you never would have thought of on your own. Super neat format, Randy. I think it's a great thing for coaches. I think it's great for um, our profession. We talked about that a lot. It's a ladder. We've got to each, you know, help build the next rung. Um, It's good for for the old guys like us. It's good for the young coaches coming in now. But I think it's something that could pay dividends for, for every generation of coaches coming in, and that's going to directly benefit the kids in our programs, and that's what we're here for. So um, kudos to you for setting it up and, and taking it taking it as an idea that wasn't athletic and turning it athletic and, um, you know, bringing it in to, uh, to our folks. Really neat stuff. Thanks. Thanks. I agree. And, and you know, thorny coaches and any, anybody's well. That's one another great thing about it, too, is, like, if you're doing something about scheme or offense or something, you really wouldn't want – your district rivals and but something like this it's it's hey if we're playing each other who cares let's just all get better together and uh, so yeah i think it's uh something that our kids are definitely going to benefit from because some of the things that i've i've already learned you know i've applied to how we're doing boot camp things like yeah that. i bet um real quick how does somebody find it if some if a coach is out here listening how, how do they get involved yeah coach randyjackson.com there's a tab at the top right with different pages one of them says elite mastermind okay. twitter i'm coach jackson tpw you can hit me up on twitter and yeah easy to find all right y'all go check that out and now we're going to move on to kind of our fun game for 
this episode. We've done a few of these recently, but I like having one guest on, so we have time to do stuff like this. It's fun. Yeah, it, it will be good. We get a little in-depth with Randy on his mm -hmm. uh, commentary so, here. you mentioned that, that you like to start things off with movie clips. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of that. Um, this month, you know, we're at the, the tail end of March. we got March Madness going on, so we wanted to do a March Madness bracket of sports movies. Um, just a heads up, this is not the bracket of sports movies. We had to leave a lot out. We don't have time to go through 40 of them. So we you just, know I'm already going <laughs> to Coach Weaver's not happy with some of my choices, but this has 16 sports movies. I'll just go through a couple of the big ones real quick, and then I'll ask you all kind of who was your final four, who won it, and then some interesting matchups that you may have been tough for you. for me. Uh, do I? A movie you don't like. Oh, Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it. But anyway, give us your final four, some of the interesting matchups. So All right. our one seeds were Remember the Titans, Rocky, Hoosiers, The Sandlot. Our two seeds were Rudy, Miracle, Caddyshack, and Space Jam. And then we go down, we have, um, you know, four seeds. But we're going to start off with Coach O. Tell us a little bit about some of your tough ones, how you ended up, you know. Mine was easy. I mean, can I just go ahead and say my champion? Go ahead. Who's your champion? It's Rudy. It's Rudy. We talked about Rudy on here before. <laughs> we I did. forgot about that. Um, and yeah. Coach Fleener doesn't like Rudy. No, he, he doesn't. He didn't I, burst your bubble, he, though. Well, he, well, he tried. no, he did. <laughs> she, no one really liked Rudy. <laughs> I was the only one. She was the only one. That's true. And, and I, none of us like her. She had such a sad look on her face yeah. when he was telling that story. She did. Well, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. Well, it worked on me. I scratched it right off the list. Oh, Rudy got I did round too. One. Um, Rudy was a two seed. So Sorry. who was your final four, I guess? Okay, so it was Rudy and Hoosiers, Rocky yeah. and Coach Carter. Okay, was there any matchup that was kind of tough for you, or were all of them you knew exactly who you were picking all the way through? I pretty much knew all the way through. Okay, all right. Well, you know, you had some favorites, and they went all the way. That's right. So, Rudy, Coach Jackson, tell us about your bracket. Well, originally um, – I had Caddyshack defeating Dodgeball in the finals, and then I thought, okay, no, I use movie clips with our team all the time, so I thought, okay, I'm going to get a little more serious here, and so I chose movies of ones that I've used the most video clips to teach okay. our team mm -hmm. with, and so my final four was Remember the Titans, Hoosiers, Friday Night Lights, and, and really Moneyball. Coach Carter's kind of in there, but um, I had Remember the Titans winning it all. Uh, just because I think I've used more movie clips from Remember the Titans of any of these with my with our team. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's a mastermind. Uh, I mean, Remember the Titans, there's not a movie that makes me want to get up and tackle the person who's closest to me like Remember the Titans does. If I watch that yeah. movie, it just it gets me ready to play football every time. Coach Weaver. Yeah. Goes, okay. Tell us, I know, tell us, go ahead and destroy this the bracket and you can tell us about it. I, listen, I understand your excuse that we didn't have time, and this really needed to be a 32-team bracket. It did. It did. Instead of 16, um, because you clearly left some truly elite mm -hmm. sports movies off the list that what, would have absolutely was, been in my final four. Who? Um, the Natural cannot yeah. possibly not be on a top sports movies of all time list. I, I don't see how that could – I don't know how that happened. Okay, uh, to be honest, um, I did not grow up in a baseball family. Okay. I haven't seen all the baseball movies. Yeah, well, so I, I haven't even seen The Natural. Mm. Um, Part of it's generational, too, probably. You know, if you're at the right age when the, right, when the movie comes out. So, I mean, Sandlot was a one seed. Was a one seed. Yeah, I had to put I, that. Not, but that's, that's because that was the... Sandlot's the baseball that movie. That was the baseball movie, for, <laughs> you had to especially pick, for my generation. one baseball movie in there, you and tried. it's Sandlot. 
Yes. Okay. Well, hey, don't hate on the same right, So um, I got to throw I got to throw a bone here too to a movie that that probably none of you have ever heard of, and that's Slapshot. It's I saw Randy it. Randy knows it. <laughs> so there's a great sports movie, and it's interesting that my my two top movies are Robert Redford and and Paul Newman. You know, I, I don't. I didn't yeah. anticipate that coming in today, but you know, then Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Yeah. Not a sports movie, but no. also a great movie. All right, so I'm going to go back to your bracket. Okay. Yeah. Hoosiers wins your bracket for me. Okay. I am a ba- former basketball coach, and, and Hoosiers. Gene Hackman, love him. Great movie. Jimmy Chitwood. You yeah. Know, I mean, I in my, in my no backyard. Small, no town small. No town small. I spent a lot of time with the with the Jimmy Chitwood follow through. I have assigned. Hoosier's jersey signed by that actor, and he wrote on there, I'll make it oh. underneath the signature. Why it's in the cool. world is, is that it, not hanging that not in this room? I don't know. With the rest of your sports mem- memorabilia. Well, I have no. quite a few signed jerseys. I do I have, have a, a master key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Um, so, yeah. Hoosier's wins this bracket. It was close. What was uh, your final was four? Rudy, was Rudy in your final four? No, uh, Rudy, no, Rudy didn't Rudy win first Rudy round didn't get him. out of my first round. My final four was Rocky, Coach Carter, Happy Gilmore, and I, you know, you heard me. The, the Water Boy, the uh, the most recent sports movie I've seen is The Water Boy. Okay, I was gonna put Water Boy in there, but I had a few different comedy ones on my four line. I had I had Cool Runnings in there, um, so we had a few different. We had Dodgeball on the four line, and I had yeah. already put in Happy put Happy Gilmore in there, so I didn't want to yeah. put well, Water Boy, but I love Water Boy. The Price is Wrong, <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest uh, oh, sports great. movie lines of all time. So I'll do. Uh, my final four was Remember the Titans, Miracle, um, Coach Carter, and Hoosiers. The tough ones for me was I did have a hard time picking. Space Jam was a two seed, and I picked Coach Carter to upset him. Yeah, I did too. Um, I also picked Happy Gilmore to upset Rudy. And then I <laughs> I had, I had um, like, I love Rocky. Rocky's a great movie. But I am a '90s kid, so Cool Runnings in the four spot actually upset Rocky. I have wa- I did very recently watch Cool Runnings too. I'm you know I wa- we watch these stuff this stuff with my. That's kids. one of those movies I can pretty much watch at any time. Yeah, it's, it's just a feel good movie. So I had yeah. Remember the Titans and Miracle in the final, and Remember the Titans won it. I'm with Coach Jackson there, and I put Miracle there because Randy, I saw your face on this Slapshot fan. Are you? Yeah. Oh, Slapshot, you know, there's a couple of goons on Slapshot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that brings back memories from when I was a kid. I believe it's going, the Hanson Brothers. If the I Hanson Brothers, exactly right. <laughs> In fact, when I got here and I started kind of <laughs> trying to brand us and we started kind of using the term that, goon, yeah. right, you can Google That's your middle picture? That's yeah, what you had the, in mind? The Hanson Brothers yes. appears. All yes. right. Okay. Now, well, that's see, it right all here. comes together for me. I learned that. I wondered what goons was all this time. Yeah. I knew they were being successful. Hey, I'm not going to mess with success. But now... Now, you know, it's all, I have utmost respect. It's, it's the Hanson Brothers. It all comes back to Slapshot. <laughs> all right, so that's it for our tournament. Now we're going to move to Around Town, but we don't have Reed Kirkwood here. No. He's working. Go see him at Olive Garden. I don't know if we should be telling everybody where Reed works. I don't want all his fans to bother him while he's at work. Well, if, they, if they're if they paying customers, that's we want true. especially tipping customers, mm-hmm. we, want, we do want them to go see him. Yeah, so, go, go see Reed at the Olive Garden. So this is... Um, Coach Weaver edition. Yeah, I'm gonna fill in, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a generalized version of this as I usually do. Reed goes into the scores and everything. We'll give you the big picture, but this is an extremely busy week in FISD athletics um, across the state of Texas. It's an extremely busy week in high school athletics because we've got testing coming up, so a lot of things stack up in April. Um, this week, for example, we are the the district golf tournament is being hosted currently at Rusted Rail. Forney ISD hosts that event. We talked about that. Our folks are over there right now competing in golf. Um, 
this week is the district track meet at Royce City, 135A district track. So uh, that's taking place. JV was Monday, varsity Tuesday and Wednesday. So it'll, the finals will be run tomorrow afternoon and evening over there at Royce City. Be a good event. Um, Forney plays North Forney in baseball twice this week. As you know, baseball plays a um, instead of the traditional round robin, they, they double up and play um, their opponent, district opponents both in the same week, twice in the same week. Um, so we play. Are they always in that, or is that a new thing? It's been the last few years, two or three years. Um, um, works out really well because you can't, you know, you can't sandbag your pitch. You can't save your pitcher. You know, you got to right. pitch both your guys. So you get a realistic picture of, of the other team. But um, anyway, we play Forney versus North Forney at Forney. Today's Tuesday, this evening, um, and then at North Forney on Thursday. Of course, that we're still in COVID mitigation mode, right? So we only offer our four your tickets to the uh, four tickets to the participant families. We try to try to uh, prioritize our families in, in seating at those contests. Softball. Both softball teams play uh, big games this week. This week, uh, Forney plays uh, Crandall, I believe, who's winning actually leading 13-5A currently. North Forney plays Royce City. Royce City is in is uh, in the top four. Both of our teams, softball is a very, very competitive district this year. Both of our teams are right in there in the mix for those top four spots. Um, Forney High girls play a soccer area round playoff game tonight. Uh, this is Tuesday evening in Athens. Mm-hmm. They're playing, uh, they're playing against, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. against Jacksonville. And if you go back, if you rewind it a couple of years, Jackson's, Jacksonville, is the team that beat a good Forney girls team out of the playoffs a couple of years ago. As we've mentioned on this podcast, mm-hmm. they were what I thought was a stellar team last year that got cut short mm-hmm. because of COVID. They're back this year. We're catching Jacksonville again. Um, so it's a little bit of a revenge game. It is a little bit of a revenge game. In the, yeah. in the mm-hmm. best, you know, sportsmanship yeah. mentality. Over at Bruce Field in Athens. That's right by Athens High School. Trinity Valley Community College plays football there. Athens High School plays but not It's a really, really nice little stadium. Um, we'll play over there at 7.30 this evening. Uh, at 7, I'm sorry. It's at 7, I believe. We've got um, junior high track, our last junior high track meet we're hosting at Citibank Stadium on Thursday evening uh, this week. We've got District 10. They're preparing for District Tennis. It's not until a uh, week and a half or so from now, but they're getting ready. So it's just super busy everywhere. Uh, if I forgot anybody, I apologize, but I tried to focus on today and um, – um, Anyway, Coach O's telling me, make North sure Forney I know Greenville. Greenville plays at North Forney tonight. Softball, I, said, I think I mentioned they had Royce City coming up. That's a Thursday game, isn't it? Yeah, so Greenville plays over at North tonight. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're hopping everywhere. Good stuff. Everybody's in the mix. We've got playoff teams. We've got district tournaments. We've got um, teams for playoff seating, playing one another for, for uh, implications in playoffs. So, busy fun week in Forney ISD sports. Absolutely. We love to be busy. We love cheering our team. So y'all get out there and, and cheer everybody on and we'll we'll uh, keep these seasons rolling. Yep. Some of our playoff teams need to keep going. We got to get some of those guys in here too. I think we, we were going to have golf on last week mm-hmm. and our, our, our podcast timing didn't work out. We need to get our golf folks in now. Absolutely. It'll be between district and regional, but we get Coach Mankins in here and talk to him about some of those experiences he's had. That's probably maybe at least a three-hour podcast if if, oh, and yeah. that's if we Coach. cut Coach Shonsky out. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll get them in. I'd um, love to talk to Coach Mangans. He was my seventh grade yeah. athletic coordinator at what was then Forney Middle School. And it was yeah. the end of Forney Middle School. 
So I even have some Coach Mankin stories that Super. I can share. Yeah, most of the people in sports in the state of Texas probably have a Tommy Mankin. That's true. They do. Well, that is all that we have today. Thanks, Coach Jackson, for coming on. We appreciate it. Coach O, awesome Ozone today. Y'all get out, play some arcade games, watch some old sports movies, and we will see y'all next week.